Welcome to Knit, Design, Edit, Sleep, Repeat with Lisa Conway and Denise Finley. Let's listen in and see what's happening, who's happening, and what's new in their world. Today, Denise and I share big news about the podcast and where it's going as we move forward. Hey, Denise. Good uh, afternoon now, Lisa here. How are you doing, sweetie? I'm doing pretty good. It's been an interesting week. Uh, I have a very disappointed child because they didn't pass their driver's test. Ooh, well, tell her that's why they have second chances. <laughs> she gets to redo next Tuesdays or next Fridays. She had to wait one week. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah. So daddy is taking time off of work and, and he's going to take her next week because Aww. I can't be there because I'm going to be out of town. I feel sorry but, for her. Yeah. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. She was totally crushed. So I let her spend the night at Aaron's last night. Yeah. Well, you're a good mom. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so Denise, there's a lot happening in both of our lives right now. Yeah. Um, I'm probably headed for a pretty major surgery here in the near future. I'll know yeah. that on next week. Good. And you have a lot going on that is going to make some changes to the podcast. And I'd like you to share with our listeners what is happening in your neck of the woods. Okay. Okay. Uh, exhibition, exhibition A. No. First of all, um, one of the things that uh, Lisa and I had talked about at the beginning of this endeavor, this podcast adventure that we've been on, is uh, using it as a tool to get the word out about what we were doing in our lives. And one of those things for me, I am an author. And I have always been an independent author on Amazon. I left Amazon just a, a short time ago and I am going to become truly independent, meaning I will have my own website my own merchandise and my own shopping cart, you know, thing. Uh, long story behind that, which I will just leave it there. Um, it's been very, very informative, educational, stressful. Uh, I just this morning registered my domain names. I took three of them. Uh, it, it, as far as uh, com, uh, .com, .net, .org. But it's D.G. Finley, which is my author name. And I have lots of templates to choose from in uh, Squarespace. So I will be available there after July 1st. Legally, I cannot sell my own books after you leave that organization until um, 90 days has passed. So after July 1st my books will be available. Speaking of my books, I have written a series of six books currently. Uh, four are completed, two are on the whiteboard, and there's one kind of standalone that's going to be out there. So my husband calls it my seven book trilogy <laughs> as a nod to Douglas Adams. And we are going to start with those. I have another series called What Just Happened, 
I have several other on the boards, so to speak. I have several first chapters done, several first books done, but I like to release my books in series because that's how I like to read them. My first series is called Modern Fairy Tale. Book one is Arkansas Adventure. Book two is Michigan Magic. Book three is Texas Transformation. And book four is, um, what is book four? <laughs> anyway, it's Modern Fairy Tale, uh, Flint Finale, episode <laughs> one, two, and three. <laughs> that's, that's what happens when you get fancy with your names. So uh, basically Too what many it is, books to remember. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? What it is, is a story of the, the love story that has developed between myself and my husband over the past 45 years. We have yes. been really known each other since seventh grade in junior high school. And when I finally moved back to Michigan in 2013 to now marry him and be with him for the rest of my life, I had several friends that said, that is just like a, oh, that's like a modern fairy tale. That's just like a romance. That's just so sweet. You should write books about that. And I was like, well, I wanted Randy to write them because he had already started a series, sort of very loosely auto self-autobiography auto, on him. And I'm included in there, of course. So it was just one of those things that was uh, an aha moment. And I'm like, well, I can do this. I went to college. I was a really big, English was one of my majors. So I thought I could do this. So that's what's going on in my life right now. That's the easy part. I know a lot of people think I'm crazy when I say writing a book is the easy part, but it is. Because when you're independent, you do everything. You market, you publish, you print, you everything. It's just overwhelming when you stop and think about it. I'm going to have to line up shops that are going to carry my books. And I'm going to have to line up book tours and book signings and releases and all this stuff that if you have a lot of money, you just pay someone else to do. And I don't have that right now. So you have to start somewhere, right? Right. And that means for our podcast that you are having to step back a little bit because yes, all of the, the back of back of the back of the backstage stuff, right? <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Boy, back of the scenes, um, backstage stuff that Denise was helping me with, she just doesn't have time for anymore because, you know, building a website, figuring out how to print your books, figuring out how to market your books, doing all of the merchandise creation, that's more than a full-time job. That Very is about three full-time jobs. It's actually about seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then there's the writing and editing of the books on top of it all. So, for our listeners, this, this means that Denise is stepping back. And as a result, we have found an absolutely phenomenal new partner. Yay. And so I want to introduce you all to Tiffany because already Tiffany has changed my life. She has made the process for this podcast so much easier. And it's, oh my gosh. I'm not spending every day thinking about it. I actually have time to work. <laughs> so Tiffany, say hi and introduce yourself, please. 
Hi, y'all. Um, I'm Tiffany. My Instagram and business are Woot Crafts. I am a crochet and Tunisian crochet tech editor. Do chat moderation on the side uh, to stay social, basically. Um, <laughs> and not, you know, kind of fall down a, a rabbit hole of isolation because I have a problem with that working nights with my uh, my insurance job is what I call it because it's, you know, the job that pays the bills and the job that provides the insurance. But um, yeah, that's about it. I live in Texas, uh, my husband and our two dogs and among my mom's side of the family. And yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> Well, and I'm glad I could provide a process to make your life so much simpler with this that you can actually, oh, you know, breathe. It really has. She has organized me so well that I look at at the or she put me in Trello people. And let me tell you it has changed my life. And I <laughs> open the Trello a couple of times a week and say, "Okay, what's coming? What do I need to focus on? And that's all it takes for me to say, okay, on this day, I'm going to do this. And I don't have to wor worry about the podcast for the next five days. It really is lovely. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now you work, live and work in Texas and your side hustle right now is tech editing for crochet. Correct. Correct. How long have you been doing that? Um, the tech editing I've been doing just on about a year and a half, um, October will, well, unofficially two years officially will be, uh, October will be two years. Um, I had some friends who were very nice to let me practice on their stuff and, you know, kind of get my bearings and figure out what I was doing there. They had a, a great bunch of testers that would catch what I was missing in the early days. So um, I say unofficially because, you know, I have, of course had the big official, you know, here I am, here's what I'm doing thing in October of that year. So, um, and it's funny because mine happened during the pandemic, but it wasn't because of the pandemic. It was just the timing of how everything fell for me. So, because I'm I one you. that my job, I, uh, I'm essential to my job. So my life never really Fortunately or unfortunately, my life never really changed about the pandemic. So mine was just timing for the pandemic, not because of the pandemic. So, and Denise, listening to you to explain why you're taking a step back just sounds like a whole lot of stuff. And I am sending you all of the good vibes and all of the things that you're going to need for this because that's going to be a lot, girlfriend. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm trying to learn how to use a cricket machine now to make book bags, t-shirts, hats, and cups. So I've heard that's quite addictive. Yeah. I, I don't know why I haven't figured it out yet, but um, once, you, once you get the flow and you start making all your own things, I've heard it's a very addictive hobby that everybody yeah. loves enjoying. Well, that'll be my merch. So uh, yeah, just to start with, you know, book bags sounded pretty good for an author with books. <laughs> I mean, just... look, I like it, especially when you've got a seven trilogy series. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Yep, a seven book trilogy. That's, yeah, there you that's go. a big, seven book big job. A big job. So I know Denise has a few questions for Tiffany. I certainly do, since um, I'm not as familiar with Tiffany as Lisa is, but I love to get to know her. I think that 
a lot of our listeners might be interested in this question because we've heard some different answers across the board. How long have you been crocheting? So my mom taught me when I was a kid. I think a lot of us ended up with that story, either mom or grandma or somebody, you know, a maternal figure teaching us when we were kids and then with, you know, loose focus as kids. Uh, when I was in college, I distinctly remember we went to my godparents' house for Thanksgiving one year and we were at Hobby Lobby and for whatever reason, I just decided I want to crochet a blanket. So told mom, hey, let's go find stuff because I want to crochet. And she was like, okay, cool, let's go. You know, we ran over to the yarn aisle and not only did I decide that I wanted to crochet a blanket for my very first project, I wanted, I ended up deciding I was going to do a double stranded worsted weight blanket as my very first crochet project. Wow. You're ambitious. <laughs> you can imagine how far it made it, which was all of about 16 inches, I think tall. And yeah, it didn't, didn't make it very far. I think it's still somewhere in the stash somewhere, but, um, you know, cause I was going to do it out of my college colors, but yeah. Um, put it down for a couple more years. And then I think I finally picked it back up probably about seven or eight years ago, full time again. And then, um, when I moved out to Texas, I ended up getting into testing. My mom had been knit testing for years and was thought I would do really enjoy it. And she wasn't wrong. I did. So I did testing for about two years and then discovered that my life and testing timelines don't always correlate. So, <laughs> but true. I discovered in the, I discovered in the testing that I really enjoyed helping the designers make their patterns better and looking for all of the details. And while I enjoy making the, the part of the testing process I was enjoying was actually going through the pattern and looking for the details. So that's kind of how I ended up down the um, tech editing rabbit hole was because one of my, my, one of the first designers I edited for, I finally gave in and left all of the notes that I found. And, um, it was about a page and a half worth of notes. It was, it was, you know, a lot of stuff. And she was, <laughs> she, uh, she begged me, she's like, please be a tester for me forever. And I was like, really? <laughs> and she's like, I loved the notes. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's do this. She will tell you to this day, and she will not be lying, that I have not completed a test since then for her, but I have edited every one of her patterns since then. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I love her for it, and she's an amazing creature because she's the one who put me down the tech editing ra uh, rabbit hole. Hmm. So, because because of her, I was like, well, can this be a thing? And I discovered it is indeed a thing. And I can so totally relate to the testing and the timelines. That is the one reason I have never done a test knit because I just don't see myself completing things in the right amount of time. And that's not fair to the person you're testing for. Mm -hmm. It ended up causing me a lot of stress. And I finally was just like, you know what, it's not worth it. This is supposed to be fun. So I, uh, I stopped testing and began tech editing and Again, that's part of why I offer the chat moderation is because I love the camaraderie in the chat. So by doing the chat moderation, excuse me, I still get the fun of the chat and getting to see everybody's, you know, yarn choices and colors and 
all the things and, you know, but I don't have to actually complete the project. That was my favorite part of doing the grading job because you're automatically included Mm -hmm. in that test process and that chat process. Mm -hmm. We need to talk. (laughs) (laughs) So while you two contemplate a future conversation, let me ask another question. (laughs) Yes, please. Um, What types? Yes. What types of crochet do you actually enjoy the most? Do you have a favorite type or stitch or talk to us about that? As far as type, um, I've gotten to the point here recently, I've enjoyed expanding my wardrobe with garments. Um, I was trying to make for everybody else and it didn't really, there's only certain people who appreciate it. And I kind of gave up on that. Or that you are know. worthy. Yes, exactly. Yes. Well, and I mean, that's the thing is, you know, it's, it's a, well, it's a two part process who is worthy and then who actually appreciates. And, exactly. you know, I was determining people who were worthy, but they were not appreciating. So I finally was just like, eh, all right, I'm going to finish my own wardrobe then. So I've gotten into garments here recently and I've actually discovered I enjoy making my own garments to fit me. Imagine that. And because being a plus size girl, yeah, being a plus size girl, it's hard to find stuff that always fits. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to have make the stuff that fits. So I make garments. Um, As far as a stitch, probably the half half double crochet is the actual basic stitch. But I love making cables. I love the look of cables. I love the flow of cables. I Cables always make me stop. Cables always make me look. Cables, crocheted cables, I think are fun. They're they are. actually for me, they're more fun than knit ones because I oh, don't really? like fussing with. Yeah, yeah, I don't like fussing with the uh, the the cable needles. Thank you. Yeah, uh, it, and I don't like doing it without a cable needle. So yeah, I go to crochet. It's just easier. <laughs> that I can see that. Like I, I mm-hmm. that's one of those things that I haven't done knit cables yet because Mm. I'm like I'm gonna lose the needle and if I try and do it without a needle I'm gonna drop the stitches and make a mess and I'm still not a very confident knitter I'm still Mm. very much a baby knitter so (laughs) learning to do cables without a cable needle was a big plus for me (laughs) a big plus yeah well and everybody need everybody has their own thing that that grabs them or that's easy for them, you know, and they do that. I just didn't like the look of it. I, I yeah. might've been doing it wrong. I don't know, but I didn't like the look of it. Like I did with my hook and the hook yeah. is just, like I said, that's fiddly, but the crochet cables, I love those. Those are so, so much The crochet fun. cables are so pretty. So yeah. Love them to death. Yeah. 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 So one more question before we let Lisa get into something really exciting that our oh, listeners boy. are going to love to hear. What do you usually sell in your Etsy shop? So my Etsy shop, which is actually currently on vacation because I'm transitioning to my, (laughs) you're not the only one diving down the website rabbit hole. Um, I'm setting up my own website with a store. So my Etsy shop's currently on vacation for that. But Mm -hmm. um, I actually have printables. Um, I have designer and tester printables um, specifically for those two things. And then I have calendar printables to, well, they're calendar slash planner printables because they're not really like, here's your time chart, fill in your time things. It's more of an open grid of 
you can fill in your columns as you need them. So like, you know, I have four different columns and you each could have four different columns depending on what you have going on. And hmm. so there, that's what's in the store and is being transitioned to the website as we speak. That sounds a little bit like the planner that I had that I always called my second brain. And yes, I left an airplane so. one time. Yeah. <gasps> and I was panicked, literally panicked. And they found it. I was so grateful because I, I used to fly cried. back and forth from Florida to Michigan all the time and parts in between the Southern States. And yeah, I almost cried, but that was the Frank, the old Franklin planners. Remember yes. those? Yeah. So that sounds like a good idea too. A little it's, more it's, kind, it's not quite based off of that, but yeah, I used, um, I used an Aaron Condren for a few years and I used a couple of other and I, I used a day timer and a Franklin planner and mm -hmm. I've used a lot of things over the years. And this was just my creative take on those kind of things. And, you know, but that's important, especially for us creative people. I mm -hmm. think a creative take on something that was very standard and very uh, enterprise or business oriented yeah. is an excellent way to do things. And I'm excited. Color. There's color in them and there's um, quotes in there on the bottom and Yay. the the quotes may or may not have a couple of curse words in them. So be warned. <laughs> that is your warning. Okay. <laughs> warning I mean, taken. I'm, I, I I'm being very appropriate lately. <laughs> some people, some people don't have a palate for it and some people do. And, you know, and some people are married just, to cops. So, well, you know, that's a thing. Day. That that is very much a thing. So, hear like, it every day. You know, everybody yeah, often. Yes, everybody's got their own thing, and sometimes <laughs> you just need that word to make the make the point. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Sentence I totally enhancers. Get sentence enhancers are a good thing. So, well, I did read somewhere where it said the intelligent people can do that. So, there you yes. go. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that as well. well. So, and for Tiffany to be creating planner pages and and planner design plan pages and things like that seems completely appropriate to me because what did what was the first thing she did for the podcast <laughs> but create a method of scheduling things that mm -hmm. made sense right so when you think about your your printables and your planner pages it's like well, of course she makes good planner pages because that's her, her she's got a strength there that strength just needs to come out. I, I hope so. Right? I hope so. I've had them for a minute, but not too many people have indulged in them. But there are several options available and there's Monday, Sunday and full page and half page options. So there's a lot on there available. I can't so. wait to see your website up and running so that I can actually dig into them. But explain a little bit more about the designer planner pages and how those function. So the they're they're not actually so the designer and tester pages aren't actually planner pages. They're more tracking pages for testing. Um, because mm -hmm. that was something that I talking to a few people discovered that they needed some help with trying to figure out how to track things. You know, you've got a garment and if you've got anywhere between one and five people per size, that's a lot of people, you know, depending on how far your size range runs and Instagram's got a cap of 30 people in a chat. And if you and or a moderator under there, that's 28 people you've got to track. So the designer pages are meant to track 
each person and their answers to whatever you put in your feedback form for your patterns. So what yarn did they use? What um, mm. size hook did they use? What, how much yarn did they use? What pattern is it? What's their contact information? Conversely, mm. the testing paperwork is similar, but it's for each tester for each project. So you put the project name, you know, oh, oh I right. tested for, so I tested for, you know, tested the shawl for Denise, and then I tested this shirt for Lisa. And you can track what hook you were using for each one and your yarn and, you know, what errors did you find and when is it due? And I need that, that in my own thing. personal life because <laughs> I have so many projects everywhere. And I'm, I usually write it down at the top of whatever, like I'm row counting or whatever mm -hmm. on a piece of paper. I usually write down like what size hook I'm using or what size mm -hmm. needles. And every once in a while I forget and you're like, oh, for Pete's sake, what do I do now? Yeah. <laughs> that well, sounds that's like a really good idea. That sheet actually came from my own personal life from when I was testing because I was doing the same thing. I was writing it yeah. down and I would lose it. And I was like, where, right? where, where did I put it? I have no idea. don't always stay stuck. <laughs> no, they really don't, do they, at all. And they get lost and you don't yeah. know where they went and under exactly. the bed, on the bottom of a shoe, in the back oh, of the yeah. car. The dog's yeah. got it. The cat's got yeah. it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, mm -hmm. the cat pushed it under the sofa. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. So that's how that was uh Brilliant. After the dog turned it into a ball, the cat, yeah, that's yes, batted yes, it and that's it went that's, under the, that's yeah. viable too. Yeah. Oh, I think but they sound how brilliant. Those sheets were, that's how those sheets were born was, you know, I took the <laughs> tester sheet and then tweaked it for the designers. And so, yeah. And the, when your Etsy shop was active, I ran across your questionnaire. Explain mm -hmm. your questionnaire for us. So the questionnaires for the planner pages, because there is a total of, when everything is spelled out, there's 20 layouts, which can be very overwhelming when you're looking at all of the listings. Um, there's five base layouts, and then each has a Sunday, Monday start, and then there's a full page, half page option. So that's four pages, you know, there's four options right there for one layout, and then there's five total layouts. So the quiz is to help determine which of the 20 layouts would be best for each individual person. And it's like a six question quiz. I think I set up on Google and it sends me an email of, Hey, you've got a new response. And I figure out, you know, I go through the questions and figure out which layout I think would be best for this particular person and email them back a listing, you know, a listing link and say, this is what I think would work best for you. And we go from there. Lovely. What a great service. It's an excellent yeah. idea. I think it's brilliant, my dear. Brilliant. Because I appreciate you're right. That. Looking, looking at all the different options is mind boggling sometimes, especially when you're looking at custom printables. I got overwhelmed looking at my own shop. So that's why I created it. Because <laughs> I was like, if I'm overwhelmed and it's my shop, somebody else is going to get overwhelmed really quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know just looking at the regular Franklin planners versus Erin Condren versus it was like, because I went through the process last fall of trying to find a new paper planner. I remember when you did that, Lisa. I remember. Oh, when you my doing God. <laughs> it was it was. OK, yeah, it was I manage my work life. I manage my home life. I manage homeschooling the last of my three kids. I've, I've homeschooled all three of them. I successfully got two of them graduated. So I manage that. 
I manage all of the doctor's appointments and for five people, you know, well, no, I take that back because I really don't manage my husband's doctor's appointments. He tells me, oh, by the way, I have a doctor's appointment. So I don't do that. But (laughs) for the other four of us, I manage all of that. So yeah, uh, the, the digital planner is great. But I personally am of an age where if I don't write it down, I don't remember it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So these these could be used digitally on an iPad for those that work better like that or a tablet or whatever. Or they can be printed for those of us that have to write it down. Otherwise, we don't remember it. And that way we can go back and look at it and, you know, take our notes or whatever. So they are, very, they are very flexible and very... Uh, I still use them to this day. I, I take them to Staples. I print off a quarter at a time and I print off for my mom and I both and, you know, go print them off a quarter at a time. And well, cool. the nice part about these files is you get a year's worth. Like it's expensive up front, but you get the whole year and you can just reprint it as you need it. You reprint it every year, you know, whether you print it at home or you take it to, to whatever big box print shop you use and they can use their really nice paper and their color printer and, you get really rich colors off of it. And because mm. that's my preferred method is I have a home printer, but I, I take it to Staples because I like their color printing better. And Are they resizable? Can you print it in different sizes? You can. Um, if you're going to resize it, I would suggest getting the full page so that you can resize it appropriately because the half page option is already sized for a half page. Right. So if you're going to ha- if you're gonna resize, I would say get the full size version to resize appropriately. That makes sense. That makes total sense to me. Well, I can't wait for you to get your website up and running so I can dig in and really take a look because. What's your target date for that, Tiffany? um, The target date is the end of the month. Um, I've actually just gotten the domain. I've got most of the actual website itself done. I just have to get the actual shop itself done because I've been building this off and on for the last year. Um, this was oh, wow. my surgery project last year when I was out for uh, out on recovery from my second surgery. So I got most of it done actually last year. Um, I just have to get the actual shop done. So yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. this is this is the kick in the pants that I need. So by the time mm-hmm. this podcast episode releases, the shop will be done. Okay. So for those of our listeners that are listening down the road, we this air episode airs May 3rd. And so by May 3rd of 2022, the shop should be ready and up and running. Love that. Wonderful. I can't wait. I, I absolutely can't wait. So Denise, I think you have one more question for Tiffany. Well, I would just like, um, even though it'll be in our show notes, which Lisa meticulously helps put on, and you have helped her put it on. I'm very. <laughs> I, I heard all about that. Um, I'm sure you did. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> yes, she was like, "Do you know what she's doing right now?" <laughs> I'm like, "No." <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. Like I said, it took me how long to get in here? 20 minutes. So I'm not a tech person at all. I have the creative mind and I have great ideas, but the tech thing, I'm going to leave to you, baby. So, <laughs> Hey, I'll, I'll let you have the creative mind and the creative, you know, you can have all the ideas and I'll be the one on the back end helping with all the tech stuff. Cool. See, it, it takes the tech a stuff village. is very, yeah, it really does. The tech it stuff does. is very second nature for me. Uh-huh. And 
a girlfriend at work and I were having the conversation. She's very artistic, but not very creative. Whereas I'm very creative, where I'm more creative, but I am not artistic. So we had that whole conversation the other night. But and sometimes my creativity even hits a wall. So yeah, you can have. Well, let me to add on to that. Then, um, where can our listeners find you? So I'm really active on Instagram. My handle is at wootcrafts.com. Um, or I'm sorry, at wootcrafts, W-O-O-T-C-R-A-F-T-S. Um, by the time this air, or the website will be live and the website will be wootcrafts.com. I've got the domain for that and about a hundred emails attached to it. So that's going to be fun. Um, <laughs> emails, emails, always a good option. Um, there is a newsletter in my Instagram feed or my Instagram bio. I've got a, a newsletter link to get onto my newsletter site. I think that's really about it. I'm not okay. on Facebook much, so I'm not, I don't have a Facebook page. <laughs> I'm going to say now that I totally love your email address. It <laughs> totally expresses how you treat business. Yeah. Well, so the, the podcast stuff all goes to that particular, it goes to collaboration at WooCrafts and then I've got tech editing and then I've got like all the different, the different emails set up for all the different things. So kind of compartmentalizes my life accordingly. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I do the same with so many of my things. I can't tell you how many email addresses I have now. That's a thing. That's a thing. Especially once you get a a domain and you can have unlimited emails, you get very creative very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so. my next step. Yeah, I hear you. So <laughs> all of the information will in fact be in this, the show notes as to where to reach Tiffany. I will also include information for Denise this time around because she's changing her all of her contact information. So Denise, don't let me forget to get that from you so that I can get it into the show notes. Okay. I'm so excited about this new venture for you, Denise. It's going to be so exciting. It's exciting until you think about it. No. <laughs> and Denise isn't going away. She's still going to be nope. part of the podcast. It's just the back end stuff that she just couldn't do anymore, that we needed more people. So I will well, can also- Can I stop you for a minute? I sure. just want to thank you right now for understanding that. I want to thank Lisa publicly for understanding that it was time for me to do this. And allowing me the freedom to be able to step away and just be the sparkle, the sparkle coordinator, like I talked about at the beginning of this. Yes, I appreciate it very much. I just love the fact that we're not losing her completely to this because I still think that she's got so much to give. And I'm thrilled to say that our team not only grew to the three of us, we have Tiffany and Denise and I that will be recording. We also have help moderating our Facebook and Ravelry groups by Katie Luneman. And she goes in and she checks to make sure that if there's a post with a question that I am notified right away. So thank you, I Katie. Thank- You're amazing. Isn't she though? <laughs> She's amazing and I appreciate everything she does. And it's just a great collaboration between us, the four of us and it has made my life 
much more relaxed. As I said at the beginning of this, I'm likely headed to surgery soon. So that may take me out of the picture for a little while. And so it might be Tiffany and Denicia here doing the interviews and doing some of the episodes. So the sparkle coordinator and I can hold this down. We got, we got this. this. We got I think, this. You know, <laughs> all right. I'm going to say it. Tiffany is our other sister. Yep, for I sure. don't know about all that. She fits right in, people. She's the baby. It, this is a 30-minute podcast that has taken us over an hour to get done because of all the chatting we did up front. But that's the fun part. No, but it is that the fun is part. the fun part. That, that's totally the fun part. That's the fun part. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much. And I look forward to every step in the future. Thank you. Thank y'all. Come back next time when Denise, Tiffany, and I talk with Ruska Blankefort, Tunisian crochet designer from the Netherlands. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen. And join the conversation in our Ravelry or Facebook groups. For show notes or knit tech editing and related services, please visit my website at arcticedits.com. To inquire about crochet tech editing and other services Tiffany provides, please go to wootcrafts.com. <laughs>